Welcome to episode 21 of the Champs and Chums podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Ashton. Father-son fun talk on sports, life, and friendship. Coming up on episode 21. Game, set, and match. We'll go one-on-one with Canadian tennis star and former world number 21, Alexandra Wozniak. Mother, may I? We'll award our forever all-stars as we go gold, silver, bronze for mother-inspired athlete names. And we'll head for home on episode 21 with our special segments, All Pro Go, a Did You Know Sports Spotlight, and Champs and Chums personal salutes to our stars on and off the field. That's all coming up on episode 21 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy May, everybody. We hope you're doing well. And uh, wow, episode 21, Ashton. How's my uh, how's my chum doing? How are you doing, Ashton? Well, I'm feeling really excited to do this episode, and I feel great. Oh, great to hear you're feeling great. Hopefully, every all our fans are feeling great too. Welcome to episode 21. It's been a it's been an amazing May, hasn't it, Ashton, right? Yep. I mean, there's been a lot of fun things that have been going on for you, like in, in school, you had a you had a project, right? You had some big projects on the go, so well done, my man. How'd those go? Well, they went really good. Um, so I did, like, um, some, re- some really good presentations, and my teacher really, really liked it. One was an interesting one, right? Because wasn't it actually, uh, it was part of STEM fair, but it was, you know, we're all in COVID. We're all under, you know, some uh, extra amount of stress. So you you guys, you young grade threes over at Roundtree had some great solutions to solve that uh, problem of stress, eh? Yep. We made the fidget potato for our STEM. Unfortunately, we didn't make it, but um, at at the end of the day, we, we... could say we did really good uh, because I saw my teacher gave us a grade of 100 of 100, even though we didn't make it. That's right. When you mean make it, I guess there was kind of this um, all school kind of competition, I guess, amongst the different grades, a bit of a showcase. But you're right. In typical champs and chum form, Ashton, you uh, work together as a team, you and your partners, and you put in the work. So Congratulations, my man. But, uh, you know, May's been actually another special month because, of course, everybody, it's Mother's Day this month. And happy Mother's Day to all the all-star moms, moms moms-to-be, all the mother figures, all those that really um, share lots of inspiration and support to so many of us, not only uh, in our own home, but out in community and right across the world. Uh, happy Mother's Day on behalf of Ashton and I. And uh, Ashton, I, I guess we should start. I mean, why don't you give a little bit of a recap of how we um, 
we celebrated Mother's Day, even though we were in a pandemic. How did we uh, uh, show mom some love on Mother's Day? Well, um, my dad got Wimpy's, so... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shout out to Wimpy's. Great breakfast here locally in the city. Yeah, we give a shout out to Wimpy's. Yeah, for sure. And fans, did you know I could make coffee? So I actually made coffee for my mom. And um, we watched the old uh, 92 Mighty oh, yeah. Ducks. yeah. We had a, a kind of a movie early afternoon when we were yep. watching. And I recommended that. So there's a sports connection to Mother's Day, right? Because you watched the original with Emilio Estevez as the yeah. coach. What did you think of the original movie? Well, I think it was amazing. And um, they have a new series on Disney Plus called The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. And it's just a really good how they came back to uh, hockey and the Mighty Ducks in 2021. That's right. Great movie. Great flick, if you will, the uh, the Mighty Ducks. But let, let's, uh, so yeah, we had a great uh, afternoon, great yep. day, if you will, celebrating mom and all the, uh, the great uh, love and support she provides us. So shout out to uh, mom. Did you want to say hi to mom? Hi, mom. Gets <laughs> tough. Yeah. No, she's one of the fans of the show. But let's dial back two Mother's Days ago, uh, years ago, I guess, two years ago on Mother's Day, because there's a sports connection to it. As you may recall, Ashton, uh, two years ago, so that would have been 2019, in May, on yeah. the very day of Mother's Day, we took mom for a wow day. Do you remember what happened there? I think I do. Yeah, well, share with the listeners. Um, so we went that day. It was actually really fun, and um, we did lots of things, and it was just a great time. Well, let's put into focus on the what, though. You're kind of teasing the listeners. Mum Day was a wow day because it was Game 7, Raptors versus... The 76ers, the famous bounce game. Oh, yes. So now you recall, don't yes. you? Well, I, you know, this is what dad's here for, right? Uh, to sort of help you along to recall some of those great father, son, and mom memories. Yeah. Do you Now, what's your, what's your memory of that game? Because, you know, we are on a sports life and friendship uh, show here. It was Mother's Day two years ago, but it was the Kawhi bounce game. Yep, so uh, we went to the uh, um, the Scotiabank Arena, and um, we got our pictures taken, and we we each got our own, like, card, and um, we went to the game, third quarter, it's probably, I don't know, like, five seconds on the clock. Fourth quarter, my man. Yep, fourth quarter, sorry. Um... 10 seconds on the clock or less um Kawhi just goes in it's tied 90 90 and Kawhi just takes the shot like no one's there it's just, he took the shot like he was just practicing well I mean again so that was a mum day it was a wow day and just yep. so all the listeners know as well too we double checked with uh, with mom Natalie that it was okay to go to the game yeah. that evening. Right? You, you so, guys woke up at twelve a.m. <laughs> oh, well, yes, I woke up at twelve thirty, and I was like, I think we can we can uh, uh, get these tickets. So, anyways, uh, what a memory, what a month. It's May. Happy Mother's Day to uh, uh, our our moms, our grandmas, our aunties, all our uh, friends, moms, and such like that. Your 
all stars indeed. Um, well, hey, let's let's shift gears a little bit, right? Because we were kind of talking about basketball. I know that you've been busy um, improving your skills at hockey, but yeah. um, you know, unfortunately, because of the, the the restrictions right now, we can't get out to play tennis. Yeah. But uh, why don't you talk a bit more about your love and your growth of the of the game, if you will, and, and the wonderful sport of tennis? Well. You're right, Dad. It's a wonderful sport, and um, as as the first time I I started playing was, oh, probably, oh that that I would have to say like in the middle of two thousand and twenty, like the well, summer. yeah, for sure, because actually it was a sport that you kind of took uh, took off with before our um our our special guest Daniel Nestor right uh, yeah. joined the show episode thirteen. So shout out to Daniel. Uh, and actually what a connection and what a segue that is, because, uh, for those of you, you will want to tune into this episode of episode 21, because we have another champ and chump that's joining us for episode 21, Ashton. Why don't you share, um, for the listeners who's coming up on our best of segment. Canadian tennis star, Alexandra Wozniak. Amazing guest, A's all around, Alexandra, Ashton, Anthony. You're going to want to check that one out, everybody. Um, What a decorated and illustrious career she's had, a former world number 21. In fact, Ashton, think about it. Uh, Not only was this month the Grand Slam, a Grand Slam month because the French Open, it was actually uh, for the French Open home of her best result, Alex's result. She made the round of 16. At, at, uh, at the uh, French Open. Can you believe that? That now, is amazing. Now, here's the thing that was kind of ironic in how it worked out. Alex, uh, her her highest ranking in singles was number 21 in the world. What number podcast do we have right now? 21. Amazing. It's like it's like kind of like Blackjack. It's a lucky number, 21, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we were dealt this great hand. So everybody, t- uh, take a listen to this great segment we had with Alexandra Wozniak, um, Hall of Famer, Fed Cup leader in wins, and uh, just an amazing, amazing person. Yeah. Uh, that's coming up on our Best of segment. Okay, Ashton, let's uh, get into our father-son free-for-all round. And just in honor and in tribute and in recognition of all those all-star mums, Ashton and I thought it would be extra special if we gave you our gold, silver, bronze for mother-inspired athlete names. So again, everybody, just so you know, it's our gold, silver, bronze. Ashton's going to start with his bronze, and then we'll work our way up up the podium, if yep. you will. And these are athletes' last name that, you know what? It's very uh, fitting that it would inspire and be mother-inspired. So Ashton, take it away with your bronze medal for mother-inspired athlete names. My bronze medal is Brad Hand. Great selection. Now, why would you pick... Now, connect the dots for the listeners. Brad Hand and mother-inspired athlete names. What's the connection? Well, moms always give you a hand if times are tough, when um, you're stressed, you're upset. They always try to cheer you up in the best way. And um, I want to shout out to my mom. She's she's always been giving me a hand throughout these tough Good. times. Well, a great statement. Yeah. A statement uh, made by my chum here. 
Uh, Mom gives you a big hand. We give her a hand. And Brad Hand. Tell tell the listeners a little bit more about uh, Major League pitcher Brad Hand. Well, his win loss record is twenty eight and forty forty five. Um, his earned run average is three point sixty four. He has six hundred and thirty six strikeouts, and he has a hundred and eight saves. Well, and that's, I'm glad you mentioned the saves, Ashton, because that was his specialty. He was the reliever, the stopper or the fireman, if you will, that would come out uh, and, and nail down the victory for his teams. He played for the uh, Miami Marlins, the San Diego Padres, the Cleveland Indians, and the Washington Nationals. Look at that, Ashton. Three-time All-Star. Yep. And he was the uh, American League saves leader uh, just last year in 2020. So that's Ashton's... Uh, Bronze medal, Brad Hand. All right, over to Dad now for mother-inspired athlete names. And um, uh, Ashton, I'm going to keep it in the uh, Major League Baseball category because my bronze medal for mother-inspired athlete names is Chris Sale. Now, you might ask me, Ashton, what... uh, Well, ask me, what's the connection? Dad, what's the connection? Well, I'm glad you asked, Ashton, because, you know, um, mothers uh, support, and like you said, they give a hand to a number of things. And in, uh, in some households, right, in many households, the moms are always looking for that great buy, that great bargain, that great sale. So that is why... That connects the dots now. It sure does, and it's kind of novel that I said that. So that's my... Um, Bronze medal, Chris Sale. And uh, for those of you who know your baseball, this guy is a household name. When you look up the name All-Star in the dictionary, there he is. So Chris Sale, 32 years old, uh, a pitcher for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Um, he, uh, he, you know, two, 2017 to 2019, uh, Chris Sale had... Uh, had um, had pitched for the Bo Sox. Uh, he previously played for the uh, Chicago White Sox as well, too. Seven-time MLB All-Star from 2012 to 2018. Uh, two-time American League leader in strikeouts. Uh, and, you know, uh, he's, he's obviously faced a lot of injuries as well, too. But um, he's a World Series champion in 2018. But that's my bronze medal. MLB pitcher. Chris Sale. Ashton, over to you with your uh, silver medal. My silver medal is Quinn Cook. Now, that is a good one for mother-inspired sports teams too, right? Because yep. you know what? In, in, in all households, you know, it's uh, it's it's mom, it's dad, it's, uh, it's kids, right, yep. that are helping out. But, I mean, definitely... Uh, you know, in a number of households, um, uh, you know, all stars when it comes to cooking is 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 mom, right? So, yep. um, yeah. So tell them a bit more about Quinn Cook. So uh, he is a point guard. He is currently playing for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and his career history is two thousand fifteen to two thousand seventeen. Which we've actually saw them play against the nine oh five. The Canton Charge. This guy's a G League gem, Ashton. Yep. 
Yeah, for sure. The good of you to note that. He played with Canton from 15 to 17. And then in 2017, he played with the Dallas Mavericks. And in 2017, he played for the New Orleans Pelicans. In 2017 to 2019, he played with the Golden State Warriors. In 2017 to 2018, he played with San... Santa Cruz Warriors. Right, which is the G League affiliate, right? Of, yeah. of the of the Golden State. So nice to see this. Shout out to our all our friends at the 905, uh, uh, Raptors 905. Good to see this guy, uh, Quinn Cook, has some experience in the G League. Um, yeah. But look at this. NBA champion two times. He was uh, a G League All-Star Game MVP in 2017, Ashton. Um, and uh, did you know that he was also an NCAA champion? I did not know that. Well, there it is. That's Quinn Cook, Ashton Silver Medal for Mother-Inspired Athlete Names. All right, it's over to Dad. And um, for my Silver Medal, and you know what, everybody? Um, as we said, this is a tribute to all the great moms out there. And, um, you know, um, we honor them like this, and we treat them like this. My silver medal for mother-inspired sports teams is Mel Queen. And uh, Mel uh, is uh, a former major leaguer. Uh, He actually was a a pitching coach for the Blue Jays, and and sadly he passed away, Ashton, in May of 2011. But um, wanted to tribute uh, him and his great career. Um, He actually made his major league debut, everybody, in April of 1964 for the Cincinnati Reds. He uh, played in the major leagues uh, all the way through to 1972, the California Angels. 306 strikeouts, 20 wins. So he had, um, had I guess, an average career. And obviously uh, being in the major leagues is an accomplishment in itself. But um, look at that. He was a manager for the Blue Jays in 97. He was, a, he was a, a pitching gem. He was a pitching coach gem, Ashton, right? So yep. all of those big names for the Blue Jays, like I mean, the late, great Roy Halladay. Uh, you had Pat Henkin on that pitching staff. I mean, he really helped coach up that team uh, back in the day. And so, um, you know, wonderful stuff he did. In fact, the years that uh, Mel Queen was, was pitching coach, um, he, he actually um, could be proud to say he was the coach of two Cy Young Award winners, that in Pat Henkin in 96, and then Roger Clemens in 97 and 98, so three times, if you will. So he did a great job. So uh, our remembrance very fondly of Mel Queen, who is my silver medal for mother-inspired athlete names. Okay, Ashton, we're down to the short strokes here. It's now time to award our gold medals so, Ashton, take it away with your gold medal. My gold medal is Greg Joy. Wow. Now, that's a really nice um, superlative, as you would call it, Dave, eh, to describe uh, moms, eh? Well, why, why, why'd you think about that? Well, um, moms always have joined them. As I said, whenever the, you're, ups- you're upset, uh, they, they give you a little bit of joy and... That joy just makes you immediately happy. So now, what's extra special about this um, gold medal that you've awarded Greg Joy is not only just because of those great things you say about moms, but also um, he's a Canadian, Ashton. Now, yep. what what sport did he take part in? He took part in high jump, 
And um, in the Olympic Games, he won a silver medal in the 1976 Montreal High Jump. In the Commonwealth Games, he won a silver medal in the 1978 Edmonton High Jump. Yeah, he was American-born, but he obviously then, uh, he was actually uh, born in Portland, Oregon. He's now 65 years old. Can you believe that? He was six foot four, and at the time of competing, he weighed 157 pounds. So when you think about it, that that suits you pretty well for high jump, eh? Yeah. Got to be pretty tall to get over those um those those poles, if you will, right? Yeah. Good job, son. That's Ashton's gold medal, Greg Joy, and Ashton. I'm going to end this fun father son free for all segment with another great superlative and a way to describe all star moms because my gold medal, everybody, is baseball player Curtis Pride. Right, so the pride we feel, right, and and, yeah. and the and the pride that moms have of uh, their um, their love for for family and life, and then obviously now segueing to a real courageous um, former major leaguer. Um, those of you that don't know Curtis Pride's pride story, he is a former major leaguer, and he's he's actually uh, deaf. So his accomplishments uh, are outstanding. It goes to prove to you in the real, real champs and chums um, spirit, right? Is that uh, anything that some people may say that could be like some sort of a disability is really and truly for champs ability, an ability to do things. And so um, he is one of those guys. Curtis Pride uh, played outfield his first uh, game. In fact, Ashton had a Canadian connection September 14th, 93. Uh, he played for the Montreal Expos. Wow. Yeah. That and is then, amazing. Yeah. Uh, 250 batting a- average, uh, 20 home runs, 82 uh, RBIs. Uh, as a player, he played uh, for a number of teams, the Expos, the Tigers, the Red Sox, Atlanta Braves, had a, a, another Call of Duty with the Expos later on in his career. Played with the uh, legendary Yankees. But yeah, that's my gold medal. Uh, former baseball player, a champ, uh, Curtis Pride. Ashton, that was a really fun segment, wasn't it? Yep. All right, well, we got lots more to go, everybody. And uh, But Ashton, before we do that, you're going to take us to break on episode 21. This ends our father-son free-for-all segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father-son fun talk. You're listening to episode 21 of the Champs and Chums podcast. And Ashton, it's now time for a next edition of our best of segment and we are adding to our a game with our special guest for the fans this month hey ashton i got two questions for you my man are you ready to serve it up with our best for episode 21 sure am are you ready to go game set match here on champs and chums of course well our very special guest is a star treasure of canadian tennis the native of blaineville quebec dreamed of professional tennis since picking up a racket at only three years old. She progressed every year through juniors and pro with power and precision to become one of Canada's top players of her time. Five-time Tennis Canada Athlete of the Year, 
Canadian Open Hall of Fame inductee, Canada's top female athlete in 2009, 2012 Olympic Games in London, and a recipient of the prestigious Queen's Diamond Jubilee Medal. These are only a glimpse of the accolades recognizing her extraordinary career. Our special guest pro career in singles is headlined by 363 career wins and a rank of number 21 in the world. She battled the giants of her sport, including head-to-head matches versus Venus and Serena Williams, the latter who she defeated on her way to being crowned with a WTA title. Representing her country are among the signature accomplishments of her illustrious career. A star member of Canada's national team, she remains the all-time leader with 40 career Fed Cup victories over some of the greatest tennis nations in the world. Our special guest continues to serve the game she loves as a coach and mentor. Her tennis academy operates in Bedford, Quebec, under her legendary name. They enshrine the values of high performance, academic opportunity, youth development on and off the court, an opportunity for all ages. Ladies and gentlemen, we're pleased to be joined by Canadian tennis star, Alexandra Wozniak. Alex, welcome to Champs and Chums. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, it's so great to have you, and it's so great to um, reconnect with you after all these years. Um, you know, Ashton and I are both excited, but Dad is extra excited to uh, reconnect with uh, with you. Um, we've teamed together over my time in tennis, and it's been just so amazing to uh, to get back in touch and, and talk about your amazing career which we just introduced you with and um of note everybody as well too and it's so special to have alex on in the month of may because here we are french open month and her greatest result in a grand slam everyone listeners at home is the round of 16 at the french open so it's amazing alex so we'll get into the fun talk and uh serve it up uh with our first serve and our best of segment interview here with alexandra wozniak uh alex uh dad will start off here on the uh, left of the microphone if you will and i uh, wonder if you can share with our fans and take us through your early ambitions to play the sport of tennis at the amateur and the professional level yeah i started at the age of three i was really uh little girl I was going to every practice that with my dad and sister because my dad was coaching my sister um she didn't go pro but she went to the NCAA um university in California and uh but she inspired me to start playing tennis so I asked my dad to start coaching me and uh, that's how my journey started and I was playing little tournaments, and then uh, I gradually moved up to playing the ITF juniors against the best in the world, and then obviously um, the nationals too, and then I went pro a bit later than the average now. The age is, uh, you can go very young, but I went when I was 19 years old. I played juniors a bit longer, and it was also about the financial matters. It was very expensive, the tour and everything, but uh, my journey was, uh, I was really happy with how long I was able to play professional tennis and all that on the WTA tour. And uh, my dad, I mean, he never played tennis. He was actually playing soccer in Poland when my parents came from Poland with my sister to Canada in 83. So uh, basically, he started to learn about this new sport and uh, he started teaching my sister and I. 
so uh, really my sister was the my role model I wanted to be like her a national champion and uh, and then I dreamed of becoming a professional <laughs> well that's amazing you certainly went on a tremendous journey you did and uh, I think in just some of the research I did before coming on air with you was it 13 years old when you won your first ITF uh, was it in Lachine Yes, that's right. I was 13, and it was like the first like professional tournament, ITF, they called it, Challenger. Uh, futures, even back then, they would call them. And I was 13, and I won that, my first uh, Lachine uh, ITF Pro tournament. And, you know, and that's how you measure. You play against, you compete against different ages, girls that are already pro, some are turning pro. And that's how you learn experience and you develop your skills and then you see you measure yourself to be able to go pro afterwards well some great heights at only 13 years old i know my chum ashton's taking notes here as well <laughs> boy oh boy 13 yeah. alex i think i just figured out how to put together a ham sandwich at uh, 13 years old but uh, <laughs> so an unbelievable um well let's talk about mentors and i heard you talk a lot about about your father anthony and uh, dorota your sister and then their accomplishments and in, in their own rights has been amazing um but we talk a lot of on champs and chums about mentors and so if it's referring to them and and their inspiration or if there are others perhaps uh in your 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 network of uh of of great people um who were some of your mentors and how did they help build your success as a player and and also a person on and off the court yeah back then like tennis wasn't so popular and it was still growing and everything and um like, to, I didn't really have a mentor besides the ones I really, like, believed in my dream was my parents and my sister. So it was really, uh, I was looking up to a lot the support of my family to uh, support me in my dream. Because, I mean, when I was a little girl, I dreamed of becoming a professional tennis player. But you, it's just a dream. So sometimes not everyone's going to support you in that dream. But they encouraged me to follow that path and everything came together, all the pieces. And I wish right now what I'm doing is I want to give back to young kids and be a mentor for them and share my experiences, my, uh, how the tour was, you know, share all my stories so that they actually can be prepared mentally. If they want to go pro, how it works, what are the obstacles, what are you going to face and everything? Cause there's a lot of information back then, my time, that I didn't receive from others, and I wish maybe I was better prepared than now what's being offered. There's a lot of mentors to help become a professional athlete, whichever in different sports. So for that, I wish I had. But someone I was looking up to on the pro tour was Monica Sellis. She was like my idol on the pro tour. Amazing. Great, great insights. Um, uh, Alex, my chum Ashton, is. I'm going to turn the interview over to him. He's got some uh, burning questions for our best of guest. Awesome. <laughs> Alexandra, you've inspired a generation of Canadian kids throughout your tennis career. Can you share some of your personal career highlights? Yes, definitely. Um, so when I turned professional, I was 19. But before that, I played all the uh, challengers. I was still a junior, but playing some pro. Um, so I think altogether throughout my journey, I won 13 titles on the ITF tour. And one of them was a WTA title. So when I won in Stanford, I had to play eight matches in nine days. So that's like usually a grand slam you play 
so many matches and you have two weeks. So it was a, quite of a challenge to, uh, to, to win this first major, this big title in Stanford, like against top 10 players, um, Sibyl Bammer, Francesca Schiavone, there was Marion Bartoli, Serena Williams, Sam Sosser. That was a big win for me, and I became the first woman from Quebec to be in the top 50. And then I went to play. Um, I had other big, like I was a runner-up at this big WT tournament in uh, Ponte Vedra in Florida. I played also in Morocco final of that WTA title. Obviously, I went to the Olympics. I was the first woman from Quebec to compete in singles for Canada in the Olympics in 2012 in London. Um, I did the quarterfinals at the Rogers Cup, which was the tournament I dream of playing oh, yes. on center court, like Monica Sellis. When I was watching her, I wish my dad was bringing me to that tournament. Back then, it was a different name. It was called Stade du Marie when I was little. Yes, so that was I a great of, run, Alex. Was it the 2012 yeah. Rogers Cup quarterfinalist? Yeah. Wow. Yes, and we don't get a chance often to play at home. So when we do, we should, you know, maximize it uh, once a year to compete at home in front of our loved ones, friends, family, sponsors. So and the crowd was amazing, supportive, and they were cheering for me. And the energy is always amazing to play in in Canada, you know, where we're from. So. Um, so it was a, I had a quite of a nice journey, even though I had some injuries, but I'm really thankful for the career I had. And, uh, even though in my, uh, background, like nobody was a tennis player. So it was just a little dream. It was a little dream of a little girl I had and it became, came true. So I'm really thankful for all my journey and how it went. <laughs> Alexandra. What are some of the greatest lessons and words of advice your dad and mom shared with you? Uh, they definitely, when there's obstacles, there's obstacles in life, not only in sports, but sometimes we face difficulties. So he always told me not to give up, you know, always keep trying one step at a time. And they said never to give up, even though when times are tough, after a storm, the rainbow, the sunshine always comes. So I always believed that, and it helped me through tougher times. And, uh, yeah, I was very thankful for their support throughout my career that I got. You're listening to Episode 21 of the Champs and Chums podcast. This is our Best of segment. We're speaking with Canadian tennis star Alexandra Wozniak. It's uh, Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast chair. Um, Alex, uh, asking you this question, and you'd, you'd have a great perspective on this uh, from an athlete perspective, um, camaraderie in sports, uh, that, that teamwork. And I mean, you know, singles, and you had such an accomplishment, accomplished and decorated career in singles, but of course your Fed Cup play was, uh, was some of the greatest all time uh, for, for Fed Cup uh, players in Canada. Can you talk a lot? Can you talk about camaraderie um, on the tour? And uh, you I mean obviously you still have that element of competition against your opponents, but uh, what about camaraderie and teamwork, if you will, in, in in tennis sports in general? Yeah, tennis is such an individual sport, and that's why when I always played Fed Cup for my country, I always loved it so much because the atmosphere, the energy to have your teammates around you, practicing with you. Um, we were a team when we would compete against another country. So I always enjoyed every week 
when I had to come play for Canada. I always wanted to each time, injured or not injured. And what I wish in tennis, um, because it's such an individual sport, that more girls would be um, more like there would be more social. But unfortunately, it's because I think the competition um, is such an individual sport that everyone has their own, like, uh, teams with their coaches and everything so the girls but the more I watch tennis on tv now I see that it's more they're becoming more friendly the girls it's not only about competing and winning they're they see that after a tennis match life goes on <laughs> so they kind of socialize more and they hang out more girls now on tour than back in my time it was more distance and it was competition and that's why it was kind of, it would get lonely sometimes. You compete every week, almost 10 months out of 12 during the year, and it was tough always to travel alone. And now the Canadian girls and Canadian men are so lucky. They're, there's way more Canadians competing, and they see each other. So it's more, it's fun for them that they're more of a team now when they play tournaments because they're seeing, like, more Canadians with them on tour. Alexandra, who are some of your favorite athletes of all time and why? Uh, well, I love Monica Seles. I got to watch her play and uh, off the court, she's such a nice person. I actually got to play with her. That She was my idol. So I got to play at the Rogers Cup in Toronto, a future night match uh, with her against Serena Williams and Martina Navratilova. That was in 2009. And I got to talk to her more and she signed my book or she wrote a book and she was such a nice person and such a great athlete on court and smart playing and everything and uh and with also of course I love how uh classic tennis he plays Roger Federer you know and he's hanging around on the tour for so many years and everything and it's amazing but there's so many great athletes now more and more tennis is more physical and there's so many. All of them are great athletes, that's for sure. Alexandra, your academy supports Canada's next tennis stars. Can you share some more about the academy and how you help young people develop their skills and education? Definitely. Uh, my goal is to give back what I've learned through my career, to share my experiences, to help everyone. My academy is uh, Access access to everyone, unlimited, the ones that want to start playing tennis, the ones that are already competing, um, kids and adults, it's for everyone. And it's the only academy in Canada that actually it's not only based on high performance. So kids that never played before can start learning the sport. So I really help them develop their skills. I teach them te technical things and strategy to uh, develop and help them improve their game and bring them to the level that they want. Well, that's amazing, and uh, yeah, you can find out more information on the Alexandra Wozniak Tennis Academy uh, website and uh, and social media right across the board, right, Alex? Uh, IG, yeah. Facebook, and uh, and the website yeah. address? It's alexandrawozniak.net. That's right, alexandrawozniak.net. Alex, we, uh, we've got time for a few more questions. This has been an amazing chat with our champ and chum here uh, on this <laughs> Best of segment. Um you know, we've asked a lot of our special guests, and we're going to ask you, you as well now, too, as our special guest for episode 21. Um, your story has been inspiring because, you know, we talk about successes never 
never a straight road. And in sports and competition, um, you know, your your rise to stardom, you know, you were ranked uh, third as a, as a junior in the world. Um, you reached uh, the pin, uh, you reached uh, number 21 in the world. And then you were beset with some, I was I believe it was a forearm injury that um, saw you come off the tour for several months. But that desire and that determination you showed to make a comeback, I wonder if you can take the listeners through that that journey as 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 you um you battled your way through to get back on the tour definitely in like uh, in sports and life in general it's never perfect so you, there there's gonna be some setbacks or tougher times, but when you have passion and you believe in your dream you, you it's like more easier to go through those tough times or setbacks so you take it one day at a time and you focus on your short-term goals and long-term goals when you write them down you see your vision in front of you and you keep believing in that dream and that passion that drives you to keep going and not to give up that's what helps you with your determination and perseverance to go through the a tougher time or just an injury like I had so I never gave up and I believed in myself even though uh, I lacked some knowledge, outside information and everything, but I always was willing to train hard and do the work. So when you put all the effort and you have the willpower, you can reach your, your goal for sure. That's outstanding. And um, Alex, you've done so many things in, in your career. Uh, you know, you, you, you as you mentioned to our listeners, uh, three years old, you picked up a racket. You continue to improve your game. Uh, you're successful in, uh, as, a, as a junior, uh, ranked third in the world. You then moved on to an impressive professional career, Fed Cup representing our great country as well, too. You starred there. And now, um, obviously, mentoring Canada's next generation of stars with your academy. Um, what does the future look like for Alexandra Wozniak? Oh, it's definitely keep growing the academy because it's the first year. And to keep, I have kids from all over Canada that comes to the academy and I help them out. I also had uh, coaches that will eventually come with their universities from the United States, but they were waiting because our borders are still closed from the pandemic. So it's to keep growing the academy and give back and really um, keep doing big camps with professional athletes that's going to come whenever we'll be able to, with these restrictions and the borders when they're going to get better after this COVID um, to keep it growing and just uh, keep learning and improving and helping everyone. That's amazing. And uh, uh, Ashton, you have the honors of our last serve here with our best of guest, Alexandra Wozniak for our last question. Alexandra, what advice do you have for young kids who want to be a tennis star just like you? Um, I would say uh, dream big, no matter who believes in your dream or not, just keep having your dream in front of you, the vision, do the work, you know, put all your efforts, train hard, believe in yourself and have your passion. It's going to take you to places you never thought of and you're going to accomplish big things. What an outstanding way to end this best of segment. That's Alexandra Wozniak, our best of guest here in episode 21. And uh, Alex, on behalf of Ashton and I, I just wanted to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to uh, 
join us. Uh, you are the epitome. You've made this segment complete when I think of Champ and Chum and, you know, our history teaming together. Uh, it's so nice to reconnect with you. I know we've uh, stayed in touch o online, if you will, but uh, I, I, we were trading some stories, uh, fans off air, about uh, some of the uh, fun and great times we had as, as this uh, wonderful person um, grew right before our eyes and developed her skills and her talents. So <laughs> it's you. been, um, it's been really amazing just to, to, uh, to chat with you here and Ashton gets the benefit. And I know my chum Ashton wanted to say a few words of thank you to you. Thank you, Alexandra, for coming on the show. And as my dad being a chum of yours, he has followed your career and he has been amazed of how you can play. And, and as I said on my first question, you've inspired a generation of Canadian kids and you've also inspired me. I've, I've played tennis and I've loved it. Uh, thank you, Ashton and Anthony, for your kind words. Uh... It's been quite of a journey in my career, but I'm really happy that I was able to be and sharing my story with you guys today. And thank you for inviting me on your show. Oh, that's outstanding, Alex. Ashton, you're going to take us to break on episode 21. This ends our father-son best of segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy May, everybody. We hope you're doing well. It's episode 21. It's Anthony and Ashton, father and son here on the broadcast chair. And uh, Ashton, it's now time for our All Pro Go segment. And just so our fans uh, recall this, our All Pro Go segment is a Did You Know Sports Spotlight. So this is where my chum Ashton features a sport that we're going to tell you a lot more about. So uh, Ashton... Um, well, first of all, let's actually introduce the title. And uh, and what is our All Pro Go for episode 21? Our All Pro Go is lawn bowling. Yeah, and we talked about that one a little bit. You know, uh, the month of May, right, Ashton? Everybody's thinking about their gardens, getting those flowers from the garden center. Everybody's trying to get their lawn ramped up to... Yeah become lush, green, bright, vibrant, if you will. So yeah, that's a perfect all pro go. So Ashton, take it away. Tell our fans uh, a little bit more about lawn bowling. Lawn bowling is usually played on a large rectangular Presley. Is that it? Yeah, it's uh, precisely. Precisely, sorry. Leveled and manicured grass or synth synthetic surface known as a bowling green which is divided into parallel playing strips called rinks in the simplest competition singles one of the two opponents flips a coin to see who wins the mat and begins a segment of competition in bowling par parlance and an end by placing the mat and rolling the jack to the other end of the green to serve as a target. Once it has come to rest, the jack is aligned 
to the center of the rink and players take turns to roll their bowls from the mat towards the jack and there be thereby yeah thereby build up the head lawn bowling is played on grass and variations from green to green from green to green are common greens come in all shapes and sizes the most common are fast slow big crown and and small crown great stuff son this is our all pro goal of episode 21 it's lawn bowling and dada is gonna gonna roll this one home if you will right no pun intended uh just so everybody knows that uh you know there's variations of lawn bowling everybody right um many of you uh may know of 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 italian descent or italian heritage that it's it's called bocce like bocce ball i've actually played i'll get to that story in a sec so um yeah, different forms of lawn bowling, um, you know, and, and, and some of this is dating back uh, into like uh, ancient or prehistoric uh, origin, right? Like the ancient Greeks now moving into another heritage would have uh, been playing a game similar to lawn bowling, throwing light objects, sometimes flat stones or coins or later also stone balls. So boy oh boy it goes back that far eh ashton yeah but yeah i mean lawn bowling as well too is uh taking place in a number of countries also england and that's been traced back to the 13th century wow um you know and i guess uh patenting the patenting of the first lawnmower in 1830 in britain was strongly believed to have been the catalyst for the worldwide preparations for this modern style game of lawn bowling. So that's another interesting stat, Ashton. Yeah. Um, but, you know, let, let's uh, let's bring this, uh, this bring, bring this home here by letting you know that uh, today lawn bowling is played in over 40 countries with uh, more than 50 member national authorities. So, wow, that is lawn bowling. Quick story, Ashton. Have you ever played lawn bowling? No, I haven't. Well, what kind of bowling have you done? I have done um, bowling. Um, I've played when I was young, probably four Yeah, the years Brampton old. Bowling Center, as I remember. Yeah. That, that legendary small little place in, uh, on Queen Street there. Yeah. But here's the thing. I've, play, I've played bowling, as you know. Yeah. But I've also played lawn bowling. That is amazing. Well, yeah, and in fact, uh, you know, it was a family get-together from years gone by. We'd all go out to uh, have these picnics, right? Yeah. So um, I know one of my uncles, or it might have been a cousin, brought this uh, lawn bowling kit. Oh. So in fact, uh, we were enjoying um, all the great and wonderful outdoors that we look forward to getting back to with family and friends at some point. But in those picnics, we'd have food, we'd have fun, and we'd also have lawn bowling. How about that? Well, that sounds great. All right. Good stuff, everybody. Well, uh, we've got more segments to come. Thank you for listening to episode 21. And you're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father-Son Fun Talk, you're listening to episode 21 of the Champs and Chums podcast. And Ashton, it is now time for our signature segment. That's right, it's our Champs and Chums segment where we salute our stars on and off the field. And here it's May, it's episode 21. 
And we have another special segment of this because it's very unique in itself. Eh, Ashton? Yep. All right. We're going to explain that in a sec. So just as a reminder to all our listeners, Ashton selects his champ and chum. I select my champ and chum in this wonderful segment. And this time around, because it's very special and unique, Dad's going to kick it off first. So Ashton, um, in thinking about this segment and thinking about the great content and the great father-son fun talk on this, uh, it came to me that I actually have one person to name for champ and chum in this episode 21. And so my champ and chum for episode 21 is Alex Wozniak. I guess I should have said Alexandra, but you know, I've, I've known uh, Alex for so long, 2005, we teamed together on so many great things when I was in the wonderful world of tennis. And I thought uh, how wonderful it was to, um, reconnect uh, with her have this wonderful chat as you heard in the best of segment and all of the things that you heard about Alex are amazing all of the on-court things that she's done but it's all those off the court things which I've so admired when teaming with her uh, in the wonderful world of tennis and continue to stay in touch with her um, over social and such and then to have her come on the show it was really special for your dad Ashton um you know, uh, she has such compassion. She's so kind. All those great qualities of, of uh, wonderful champs. She's got a determined spirit, as many of you witnessed by some of the amazing results that she's had. I mean, boy, oh boy. I mean, uh, world number 21, uh, Fed Cup uh, leader in all-time wins for Canada. Canada's top female athlete in 2009. Went to the Olympics, but... It's for that and all those other great things that I just mentioned um, is why I've selected you, Alex, as my champ and chum for episode 21. Ashton, over to you now for your uh, champ and chum for episode 21. My champ and chum for episode 21 is Alexandra Wozniak. Double play day yes grand slam four across the board alexandra wozniak ashton's champ and chum son my champ and chum wow and ashton that's only happened on the show one time before and you yep. know what? That was a that was a tennis player, our champ and chump Daniel, Daniel Nestor. Nestor yeah, that's right. So, uh, I mean, you've had an opportunity to chat with Alex. You've heard all the wonderful things that I've I've said about you. You know, before we had her come on air with us and stuff too. But um, yeah, why is she your champ and chum, Ashton? Well, she's a nice and kind person. She um, is great just great with kids and well that's a good point right you mentioned being great with kids and i i, I you know and all those wonderful uh, things I've, I've shared about alex you're right i mean she's doing wonderful things for kids with her academy so uh, yeah that's that's a great note uh, ashton and she's also been doing great things with her academy despite the virus that's another great point too. So there you have it, everybody. It's uh, it, it it happens. It's unique, 
And there it is. There she is. Um, and so many great things are, are happening for Alex, uh, uh, not only on the court with her academy, but, you know, obviously uh, with, with, with family and marriage and all those wonderful things. So really happy for her. And so there you go, everybody. Alexandra Wozniak, our champ and chump of episode 21. Good stuff, everybody. Well, there's one more segment to go on Champs and Chums. You're listening to episode 21 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. And Ashton, it's now time to put a closing bow on this episode. Um, and it's been a marvelous one, hasn't it, eh? Yep. Kind of call it a triple A in a way, right? Because, you know, we yep. had uh, ourselves on the show, uh, of course, uh, as, as your humble host, if you will. And then uh, we had our great uh, best of guest, Alexandra Wozniak. So, um, but let's, as I always do, I ask you on every episode, what did you learn today? I learned more about Alexandra's dream to play tennis. Yeah, and, and what a dream it was. I mean, there's someone who picked up the racket at uh, three years old, and, and uh, her, her big fan, as you might remember, Alec, uh, um, Ashton, was uh, Monica Sellis, right? Uh, yeah. A legend in her own right. And what a career, uh, having a dream that she wanted to play pro uh, with all of the... Um, what list of accomplishments that Alex has had. Yeah, it was just wonderful to uh, to reconnect with her and have her join. And we're so grateful that she gave us her time. Um, what else did you learn, Ashton? Well, I learned more about fun athlete-inspired names for Mother's Day. Yeah, we had some real fun ones there, didn't we, right? Yep. And they were such great um, ways to describe moms. I mean, there was joy, there was pride hand all those great things so uh, yeah that was a lot of fun uh, we got to try that again next yeah. year i think too but uh all right great stuff well, we want to thank um alexandra wozniak our best of guest, for joining us in episode 21 and uh ashton who else do we want to thank uh for making champs and chums go we want to thank the power girls and uncle dennis who helped produce the show Great stuff. Thanks to the Power Girls and Uncle Dennis. And we should give a shout out to one of the Power Girls. That is Serena, who celebrated a big birthday. So happy birthday, Serena. Yep. Happy birthday. Great stuff. All right, Ashton. uh, Where can our fans um, uh, subscribe and check us out? They can check us out on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Podbean, CastBox. That's right, and they can check us out on social at Champs and Chums, our website, champsandchums.com. Ashton, this is going to be a magnificent, a marvelous, a monumental signature fist bump. Well done, my man. Happy May, everybody, and we hope you've been all well. And Ashton, as we always say... Cheers to champs, cheers to chums, and cheers to an all-star day. Thanks for listening.